New Year's resolutions. We all make statements proclaiming things we'd like to improve in the new year. Hi, this is Tessa Haller with First Bank Campton. If you made a resolution to raise your credit score, we can help. We offer CreditSense, a free credit monitoring feature with online and mobile banking. You can view your credit score, check your credit report, and read tips on how to improve your credit. There's even an option to monitor any changes made to your credit report. The first resolution is to know where you stand, and with CreditSense, you'll be off to a great start. First Bank Campton is a member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at radioonthego.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues that affect our area. And now, here's today's First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Good afternoon. On today's Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program, we are joined by the CEO and GM of Shell Rock Soy Processing. It's Corey Jorgensen is with us. Wanted to bring him on today to talk about some important stuff that's been going on with the business. And Corey, first of all, take us back, though, about this plant and this company. How did it get its start? Um, The company started its our roots, which I think is a pretty important thing to remember and the scheme of global agriculture or, or North American agriculture to have a company have Iowa roots to have Butler Bremer County roots is a special thing and that came from Mid-Iowa Cooperative having this idea for a, a business like ours and Mid-Iowa Cooperative doing the initial work on equity raise to attract the, the early investors and then to kind of let that snowball grow and, and bring in the bigger investors as time went on. So ultimately that, that investment crew came to the table and finished the fundraise in early days of 2021 and carried on since then building this team and, and finishing a project. Talk about the facility again. What is involved with your uh, facility? So it's a soybean processing facility, and soybeans are made up of two major components, one of which is protein, and the other which, of course, is vegetable oil, soybean oil. And our business is to separate the protein from the oil. Protein feeds animals, you know, ultimately produces meat for, for the population or dairy for the population who consumes it. And the veg oil, of course, traditionally has fed largely the human population, but increasingly it's also a, a feedstock for fuels, the renewable fuel space. And notably, that becomes a big factor as the renewable diesel industry builds itself out here today and over the coming two to three years, which is a significant ramp up. For something like this, you were telling before we started the interview, you're kind of in the testing phase of the operation right now, but I know that involves a lot. It does. It's been about a two-year build from the day that ground broke, to give your listeners perspective. And, you know, t- 24 months and 300 million dollars is, is a lot of infrastructure to put in the ground. And so the testing and, and pre-startup processes that we go through are really disciplined, very, very well laid out in the form of a plan. And we learn things every day as, as we work our way through that process and we respond to those and we fix things. We decide what we're going to work on tomorrow and next week and we keep working through that process. It's a weeks-long process, not a days-long process to give perspective. So once you're up fully running, what kind of employee base will you have and, and what kind of volumes will you be putting out for your materials? So coming from two of us being the first employees of the company, November of last year, we now have a little over 60 people. We're fully hired today, I would tell you, and probably always have some turnover and be kind of 
continuously building a bench and, and replacing people who decided to do something different. But we're, we're fully employed today at a little over 60 people. And the plant will handle basically 40 million bushels of soybeans a year, which is a great size plant for this geography. It's a very modern and well-built to scale kind of plant for where we sit in the world. And yeah, we're looking forward to, to being operational. We unloaded trucks during harvest to commission and, and settle our grain elevator at the front end of the plant. And that was a, a mini start to our operational world, if you like. But uh, in the coming few weeks, we'll bring beans into our production plant and turn things on and, and uh, become fully operational. We're very excited about that. What do you like about what's coming up, or are there any challenges that you see on the horizon as we go through the new year? Domestically in the United States, there's good tailwinds for this industry. Buildup of renewable diesel demand, as we talked about a bit earlier, is a significant positive for the oilseed processing industry. Protein businesses in the U.S. are generally speaking healthy. They always go up and down, of course, but generally speaking, protein demand and protein businesses in the U.S. are healthy today. And, and super importantly, farmer incomes and farmer balance sheets are very healthy today. It's really good when your business is part of a larger ecosystem of businesses where people are profitable kind of all around you. So there's good tailwinds for the industry domestic and I think the challenges that we think about are more non-U.S. driven today. There are things like what's going to happen with Argentine politics and in geopolitics, what's going to happen with an Argentine crop today that's off to a pretty rough start, soybean crop down in Argentina that's off to a pretty rough start. Of course, what will continue to evolve and happen with China relative to COVID policy and being open versus not open, that affects global demand for both protein and oil in a very, very significant way. How things continue to evolve in the Ukraine is super important to our industry. The Ukraine is, you know, a breadbasket to the world of sorts and an oilseed provider as well. And so how things work out in the Ukraine is super important to our business too. So I think the challenges will come from outside of the U.S., but they affect us and everybody else in this industry in the U.S. in a pretty big way. And uh, while we've got you here, uh, Corey, anything else you want to add about Del Rock Soy Processing as we uh, go forward? I think if I can, it's always good to say thank you to people who support you. And, you know, we've got countless names and, and companies and industries who have helped us, of course, but a few that I think are important to note would be Butler Bremer, Economic Development, and, and the team of people who helped stand this idea up two, three, four years ago. Very, very helpful and wonderful people helping us out. Butler County REC, our, our electrical utility provider, has been wonderful and supportive of us on all fronts. State economic development has been great. The contractors who we worked with most closely have done a fantastic job. Really important for me to say they've brought an incredibly safe project to fruition, which is not a small undertaking on a, a build of this scale. And I'm just super thankful to the team of people we've put together. Nothing like saying thank you to your own team, and we're proud of this team, and people have taken a chance on Shell Rock Soy Processing to be their employer and that's not a small deal when you're a new company so i'm really thankful for those 60 people who have decided to be part of our team and we're excited to grow and be part of this community and thankful for everybody who supported us all right well our thanks to Corey jorgensen today's guest on the radio on the go newsmaker program thanks for listening to today's newsmaker program presented by your friends at first bank hampton First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com and click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher.
With chilly weather of January, spring planting feels like it's a long way out. Hi, this is Eric Reichertz with First Bank Hampton. January is the ideal time to finalize financing for this year's crop, and you can count on us. First Bank Hampton is a full-service agricultural bank offering operating lines of credit as well as loans for equipment, buildings, and farmland. Whether you're a large or small operation, we'd like to be your bank by providing you with competitive rates, great service, and terms you'll truly appreciate. At First Bank Hampton, we're proud to serve local farmers. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.